We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Rotowire DFS Soccer Show. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Belangi. We're back from the inter- international break. Jordan is back from his travels, and we're here. We got a five-game Premier League slate on Saturday. Is this the first five-game slate we've had? I don't know. I feel like it's been a lot of four-gamers that we've been talking about. So we got a five-gamer with Tottenham at home as the biggest favorite. Jordan, what's going on? You got an unbranded hat. Is that is that correct? Are you a member of Marvel? Is that what's going on? No, it's just I needed a new hat, and there was nothing I wanted to get, so I just got a cheap black hat. Okay. Black hat. Michael Mann movie. Netflix. Watch. They make hats. And they, 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 all the hats that are getting made now are all like the old... Like I like the nice the fitted and everything like that. Everything is like snapback, flat bill. You know, you have to wear it like this or something because that's style. <laughs> like where's where's the just the nice baseball cap? You curve it a bit and there you go. You're done. That doesn't exist. If you if you buy like a fitted hat online, they just never fit. There's always the wrong size, and my head hurts after wearing them. So. I don't want the dad caps with the, 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 it has to be structured, right? It has to be structured there and come on. I totally agree. Totally agree. Maybe a hot take, but I think if you're over 30, you can't really be wearing the flat, those flat bills. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to change my uh, head up next week just okay, for Ryan. Maybe next week. <laughs> All right. But uh, as we get into the slate, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Yes, we're back. Soccer trial. 48-hour trial to get this cheat sheet and all of our stats. We're coming back from the international break, so that always leads to a lot of questions with the lineups, and there's going to be a lot of things that we can't answer going to this one, but uh, we'll see how things look. There's a few injuries. I'll uh, I'll try and run through. I'll run through some injuries really quickly, so we're not going to get Graylish. He's out. Kovacic is out. Seems like Sufal will be fine. Uh, I have West Ham going into more of a defensive formation here without Ben Rama in the starting 11. Uh, they did this against Brighton a few weeks ago. Tottenham are mostly fine. We could see uh, Solomon in the starting 11 instead of Charlison. Um, Sheffield United, I'm not sure how much that matters. Uh, they're running low on wingbacks, though, something to keep an eye on. Anthony is going to be out for Manchester United. Uh, they may have some questions on the back line. Lissandro Martinez hasn't played because of his foot issue. Didn't play over the international break. Uh, we could see something like uh, 
Martial and Hoyland start. I got Garnacho in here. We could see if uh, Amrabat is ready, he could be in the defensive midfield role. That would move Christian Eriksen up, which would move Bruno Fernandes to the wing. Uh, we have, seems like Evan Ferguson, Evan Ferguson and Danny Welbeck are both healthy. So Brighton's mostly good otherwise. Willian is back from his injury. So he's an option to start. Uh, Luton Town is Luton Town. Wasn't really an update on Dowdy, so he should be good to go. Aston Villa. Uh, Crystal Palace, I guess, is a big one as well. Gahey is out, and then Jefferson Lerma is out. So two of their pretty you know, important defensive players are out, which could see a change in their lineup. Um, all right, so that's it here. That's it. That's the show. I just went through the lineups, and uh, we should be good to go here. But all right, Jordan. We'll start you. We'll start off with you because me and Ryan just talked back and forth for 80 minutes on the NFL DFO DFS show. Check that out uh, if you're into mine and Ryan's takes on NFL. Jordan Tottenham biggest favorite. Are we just are we just plugging in Tottenham players and uh, skipping over Manchester City? Is that how we're playing? I'm not necessarily sure about that. I think there 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 are options. I don't, I don't think this is as straightforward of a cash bill as you would think. I think. There are ways to go double spend up at forward. There are ways to spend down in one forward spot. But, I mean, really, I think the the only, like, plug-and-play guy in cash is you're going to play James Madison at 9,800. I mean, in your midfield spot. Outside of that, I mean, there may be a defender that may be, like, preloaded in as well. I don't know. You could go a lot of other places this way but in the forward spots the question comes down to basically i i think four guys in the pay up range that i would say are are the playable ones it would may, maybe okay maybe five the fifth the fifth one i'm i'm not a big fan of playing him in cash if i choose not to but you got holland you got alvarez you got foden the three man city forwards especially with all the injuries or whatever so the substitution risk comes goes down and down uh and then you got son for tottenham at 9300 and then you also got Eze at 9600 with who's essentially does everything for crystal palace in a in a in a poor matchup like man city are on the road but second biggest favorite two plus implied team total son at home great matchup to almost nearly two and a half implied team total as a more floor oriented, I would say. Probably his upside is a little bit more limited in this matchup with Aston Villa. My natural inclination is to play. Truthfully, I think, I think you play Foden and Alvarez, and Son. It, if you want to reply, I, I think Foden plus one of Son or Alvarez would be the pairing if you were to pay up twice at forward but I'm not sure that that necessarily could be the best construction. Ryan, are you on these men? Are, are you on Foden and Alvarez here? Or are you, you look, are you, you prefer the better matchup with Sun here? Um, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's straightforward as Jordan said. Um, so I'm uncharacteristically underprepared for this soccer slate after uh you're fired get out of here so much on nfl right yeah um 
I got my in-laws staying with me too. But anyways, that's not the point. I did look at the <laughs> well, slate. I mean, I agree, but you agree with me that it's not straightforward. I no, mean, no, no, it's, just... uh, it's definitely not straightforward. But I think some parts of the slate are straightforward. And then you sort of go from there. You mentioned Madison preloaded, maybe two defenders, Dina for sure. And then probably uh, Anthony or Andreas Pereira for 5,100. I mean, we'll have a conversation about midfield, but yeah, it's not clear cut what to do at forward. I'm not sure. You can spend up twice. Yeah, I agree. I think Foden probably is the Manchester City guy just because he's the cheapest. Eze and Son is not straightforward. You can go either way on that one. Uh, the, the matchup really favors Son. Uh, probably one of the better matchups Spurs are going to see. Almost a 2.5 total. I, I'd probably lean Son there as he's probably the odd, odd man out. Um, but I think you could punt forward. You could punt forward as well. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'd say... I don't. This matchup here against Sheffield United is very enticing. So you have the Sun question here. You can see in the goal odds, he's minus one twenty to score, second behind Holland. Uh, in cash games, Holland will be will be. I don't know. Will he be popular, Jordan? What do you think? He's not going to be popular. I think, I think the men. I think in. I think overall. I mean, not just in cash games. I think the ownership at forward. I think the. Highest owned forward is going to be Sun. I think the second highest will be Foden. I think the third will be Holland. Fourth will be Alvarez. And then, then, then it kind of kind of drops off on there. I don't know if is, is Doku going to play. Seems like he's going to start. Yeah, I mean, like it's just it's all it's all encapsulated around these like Man City players that I think they'll be spread out enough that like. In GPP, I could see a lot of people playing a combination of two Man City players or one of them with Sun. Like, I think those would be popular combinations. I think the mid-range is what's not going to be much owned. And then when you go down to the bottom, like, you could play. I mean, I think, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, of punting with 4K forwards for, you know, that have two-point floors. But... Just based on goal scoring odds, I mean, what Rasmus for for uh, for Man United if he starts, I don't think he plays ninety, right? And then you have Raul Jimenez who probably doesn't play nine, but maybe eighty. I mean, if Vinicius comes on or whatever, I mean, Fulham is gonna. This is the probably gonna be the best matchup for Fulham the entire season, home against Luton, uh, and they're under and Fulham as a team is underpriced on this slate. For GPPs, that would be my like favorite team to stack on the slate. But do I want to play three Fulham players in cash? Do I want to play Raul Jimenez at forty four hundred, Pereira at fifty one hundred, and Anthony Robinson at thirty nine hundred? I mean, value wise, that sounds fine to me. But then where do you sp- where do you spend your money? You have Madison, then you play you know Son or or one of the nine K forwards. You get to the point where. Your utility spot ends up being like sixty six hundred or something like that, and I don't know, I don't know if that necessarily is the best construction. I think it comes down to I know I'm skipping around here. Would you rather play here, Ryan? Here's the question: In cash, GPPs. This is an easy answer. In cash, would you rather play 
Raul Jimenez at 4,400 or Oliver Norwood at 4,300 against Tottenham? Um, <laughs> Norwood. Actually, no. No, no, no not no. Norwood because isn't, isn't Hammer splitting the sets now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would sacrifice the couple floor points and play Jimenez. I know – or Hoyland or whatever. I mean, like, I mean, just like, I'd rather play yeah. one of these 5K forwards than it feels like Norwood is a nice, safe bet for like five and a half points. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, him and has, and these forwards could have only two points, but they could also have 18 points. I also yeah. think if McAtee starts, uh, former Manchester City player, he may actually like steal a set piece or two. So that drops, that drops Norwood's floor even more. Yeah, I'm just I'm not a fan of playing guys like Norwood in cash as, as much as I may have in the past. I mean, even in cash, I, I want a little bit of upside, like rather than playing an underdog defensive midfielder. But how about a guy like Garnacho at 5,200? Like, I mean, that's kind of the rank. If you pay down at forward, you're looking in those for those types of players. I feel on this slate that that I. I either want to pay up twice at fo- I, I feel my gut is pay up twice at forward, play Madison Pereira in the midfield, Dean at defender, Anthony Robinson, and then goalkeeper doesn't matter as much, and then play a third defender at in the utility in like the, that four to five K range, then go down and fill a forward spot with like Jimenez or Hoyland or all these these guys, the goal dependent guys, because essentially it's either that or like Kenny Tete or you know it's like some like like someone like that. It's like what? How much are you willing to sacrifice floor for ceiling? And I almost feel like based on that construction, it doesn't even matter that Jimenez or Hoyland or Garnacho or any of these cheaper forward guys are even forward eligible. Because all you'd be doing is like, is there a midfielder that you'd rather play than? a 9k forward and i'm not sure other than madison are you is this a bruno fernandez slate at 8800 i don't think so not in, not against brighton yeah um i mean i agree with pretty much everything you said yeah um i the 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 third defender i don't know um fulham specifically yeah i was looking at a lineup with tete and the flex they they have these other fullbacks now. Like they just signed Castagna. I saw Tete got subbed off last game. So like that worries me a little. Um, so I don't know. I'd be tempted to, I'd be tempted to play like a Rasmus or a, a Jimenez in the flex. I don't think it's the worst thing. Yeah. I, I think you can spend up at forward twice though. I actually think, I may actually like Doku more than Julian Alvarez. No. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> no, right. I, I'm shaking my head also. I'm like, no. No. Uh, you're saving a bunch of money with him. Alvarez doesn't have any guarantee of sets with Foden in the lineup. He didn't have a floor against Fulham in their last game. I mean, what, you're paying the extra 1500 for a possible split of set pieces when that 
I mean, we talked about it two weeks ago. That's far from guaranteed. So, I mean, Doku, I think, has even almost like a Graylish-like floor because of how he plays on the ball, which I don't think is, is something that Alvarez does is draw a lot of fouls. Um, that I mean, was it 9,100 you know, to 7,400? It, it's, uh, it's good logic. It's good logic. But uh, I think Alvarez is kind of guaranteed to split of sets without Grealish. And I also think he's like, he's a much better bet to play 90. Whereas Doku is going to struggle to play more than 70, 75. I also think it's not a smash spot for city. And I was all over Doku in his debut and he didn't look great in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm not rushing in. I'm not rushing to jam city guys here. I'd, I'd maybe, honestly, like, I'd rather yeah, play who, Richarlison. I'd rather play Richarlison than, than Doku. You'd rather play Richarlison? Yes. Than Doku. Much more likely to score a goal. They're both going to play 70 minutes. I don't know. Better matchup. I, I, I agree with Ryan. I, I, I'm, for DFS purposes, based on the pricing, I think it's much more likely that Spurs win 4 nothing than City win 4 nothing. And given the pricing the way it is, I'd much rather have... I think the Man City pricing is efficient. I think that's a better way of putting it mathematically. I think that the Spurs pricing may actually be too cheap. Like the the, the pricing... Madison sh- Madison on this late probably should be 11000 Sun should probably be ten five, right? But I think, you know... Alvarez at 9,100 is like efficient and Foden is a Holland at 10 K is efficient. So like, I don't prioritize these man city pieces. That's why like leaning towards like Foden plus sun in cash. Like I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I'm perfectly fine with that. And that being my only man city exposure and be Foden and at 8,200. And even if you said, Oh, You'd rather play, pay up and go as a son and have no Man City. I don't think I. I just don't. I don't see Foden as as must of a play as Madison or Dina or some of the other guys. That if you made a case for someone, someone else, it's like you're not going to be playing these. You're going to be playing these guys over guys like Ward Prowse, who's overpriced at 8,400 against Man City, or Bruno at 8,800 in an awful match, like the Man United Brighton game. Like the players are just overpriced for how close the matchup is that I'm much more likely like, why am I playing efficient prices for Man City when Fulham are underpriced? Tottenham is technically underpriced. I want to get those guys. Yeah. um, Yeah. I want to hear Adam's thoughts, but one thing I'll say, look at the total in that United Brighton game. It's pretty clearly the highest and uh the game has a chance to be wild. So I, I don't really mind a Bruno. I, I get the argument for Bruno is what I'm saying. Um, but not necessarily for cash games. Um, and then, yeah, for tournaments, just to sort of put a cap on it or Adam about, I think, I think you would get Doku very low owned in tournaments. And I actually think in general, you're going to get Manchester city lower owned than, then we're usual. usually going to see them in tournaments, all of their players. Um, yeah. Including Rodri for 7,200. <laughs> yeah, no, no, one, no one's going to do that. I mean, of He's... course, people are going to still play 
Haaland and and Alvarez and but he, he's still I don't think there. it's going to be very I don't think it's going to be high. Yeah, I guess my saying Doku over Alvarez was more about me not wanting to play Alvarez. It was more it's kind of what that was about. Yeah, I'd I say. don't really want to play him either. I I I agree with the sentiment. Two I know you guys aren't going to like these plays, but <laughs> Jordan IU is 5800. He's had a good floor of the season. Uh, likely for 90 and Carlton Morris likely for 90 at 5,400. Um, you know, two underdogs, a little cheaper. Both have had, you know, somewhat floors in, in difficult spots this season. Any consideration there as your cheaper striker? Well, he wasn't I, that cheap. I mean, it's 5,800, but I mean, from a floor perspective, I think that's, that's, that's fine. But I mean, I don't think you're in that construction like zone you're probably not playing that level of forward i mean if anything you'd be playing that in the utility and then i think they're that are better players like iu is good for for forward eligibility on a slate that has little at forward and midfielders in the 5k range that you don't want or defenders in the 5k range you don't want but i think i'm i'm much more looking like if I'm going to spend down at forward, it's going to be in the 4K range. It's not going to be in the. It's not going to be at 5800. I'm just trying to get a way not to not to go with Raúl Jiménez. That's uh. So my strategy is, he is he is the Chris Wood of this slate, is he not? 4400. Where is Golods yeah. here? No, he goal odds are great. I mean, dude, his goal odds right here are are are. He's one of the highest on the slate. I thought they would be better. If I'm being Plus one seventy five, and like I said, Fulham are like, I wouldn't be shocked if Fulham had tons of shots this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything you guys said. Are you? Are you? Um, it's like right on the line. Like I like IU in a vacuum, um, and I agree. It'd be nice to play IU instead of. Rasmus or Jimenez, but it just doesn't seem like you're there. Uh, you know, Jordan made a good point. Like, IU is good for filling forward eligibility, but we don't really need to do that here. Mm-hmm. Someone mentioned it here, just based off of so all the projections here. If, if we're going to plug in, Ryan mentioned this implied goal total here 3.5 for Manchester United and Brighton. We could have a situation where both Hoyland and Martial start. Martial's 4,300. Hoyland's 4,600. Someone in our Discord actually asked this morning, rotowire.com slash chat, uh, if Hoyland was going to be chalk because he's 4,600. And I assume because this this game total is expected to be high scoring. Are either of you in that same thought? It doesn't seem like it, just based off of what we're talking about here, but... I mean, when you look at the game total here, it's like, okay, 3.5, almost a two implied goal total for Manchester United. They're at home and Hoyland would be a starting forward. I feel like in certain spots, like this would be like, okay, yeah, we play him. This is a starting forward for Manchester United, but it doesn't seem like any of us are really on that, that wavelength. Um, Do you think, do you think he has a chance of playing 90 minutes? I mean, he, without Anthony in there, I mean, there are Martial starts for sure. Then yeah, I would almost I would almost favor him to play ninety minutes if Martial starts, but if not, then pretty much no chance, you know. Um, yeah, Adam, that was interesting because now I 
you kind of see it where, yeah, I do think he'll be relatively popular because of the total, because Manchester United paid $80 million for him because like he's on Manchester United, like, and just because he's cheap. So yeah, I do see him being like relatively popular in tournaments. I don't know. I could. I don't know. Like, it won't, it won't be. It won't be exorbitant. It's no, it's not no, no, not, not at all. Thirty-five percent owned thing. It's, it's. Oh yeah, no, no, not at all. Especially because you have Raúl Jiménez there in the same range. I just mean people are going to play him. He's in the game yeah, with the highest not, total. He's going to be double digit. He will. He will be double digit owned in GPPs. Yes. Yeah. But and yeah, not, I would agree with you that I'm. I'm much more comfortable playing him if Marshall's also out there. Then Martial sitting on the bench waiting to come in at the 60 minute mark. Right. Yeah, I'm just looking through some projections here, and like he will be popular, I think, just because of the price. He's going to be up there, even in cash games. I think we were having this discussion. We're 20 minutes in, we're having this discussion about even first and second forward. There's going to be questions, and people are going to see a starting central striker or starting striker yeah. for Manchester and- United here. Adam, who do you think people would rather click, him or Garnacho or Martial? I mean, Hoyland for sure. Right, you know, like we've we've tried we've tried enough with Martial at this point. Yeah, it's uh, uh I mean, Palestri, Palestri, I think he's Argentinian, uh, is also. I don't think he's going to start, but he's thirty six hundred listed as a midfielder. They're, I mean. They just don't have a ton of guys. And Would it be crazy if he started? Ten Hag started him before in these types of spots. Yeah, I mean, in that situation, like we wouldn't be playing. They also I just mean, signed him to. They also just signed him to a new contract, so they they think highly of him. Yeah, I guess I didn't even mention Sancho is not even. He's not even training with the team because he had he had an argument with Ten Hag, so uh, he's not an option either. So they basically over the international break they lost Sancho and they lost Anthony. Uh, <laughs> So tough that, times over there at, <laughs> at United. Ten Hag seems like seems like a tough player for a lot of players to play for. Uh, yeah, it's kind of falling apart here. Tough first manager month. for yeah. I saw D- D- David Neres said something funny about. Did you see that one? Ten Hag was managing IX. They had like yeah. a little some joke about his hair and like he benched uh, him in a Champions League game or something. He benched wasn't him it? for two straight games over it, like. <laughs> Yeah, he made fun of him because he was bald. Nerez yeah. did. <laughs> and then he benched him two games. Yeah, probably something Sancho did too, for all we know. In the midfield is a little easier discussion. We mentioned Madison. We mentioned Pereira. 9,800, 5,100. I mean, at this point in cash games, is it worth it to even look outside those two options? Set piece takers, home favorites. Jordan, is there any reason just to look elsewhere uh, in the midfield? Or are these guys going to be – this is going to be one of the slates where both these guys are, you know, 70, 80-plus percent in cash I don't know games. if Pereira's going to be the, as owned. I mean, Madison Madison may be the highest-owned player on the entire slate. Uh, but Pereira isn't a lock for 90. I mean, you got Willian out there. You got Harry Wilson out there. I, I For GPPs, I mean, even for cash – Dude, if you wanted to play Harry Wilson at 5,400, I wouldn't call you nuts. I mean, like, he's active out of the wing there also. He probably has a higher goal-scoring upside than Pereira, right, from open play at least. And, I mean, I don't think that's nuts. I mean, there there, there, are, there are midfielders to play. In the high end, I think it's it's easily Madison himself. And then you're, for cash purposes, 
like I ain't playing anyone in the mid range. I mean, I'm much more likely to to throw in like Pereira, go down to like John McGinn at 4,200. Oh, like wow. Play nine. What? Wow. McGinn is 4,200. He'll play 90. He'll play on the wing grass <laughs> and Villa. He's not as productive as he was previously. But, I mean, would you rather play McGinn or Norwood? I'd rather play McGinn, right? I don't, so I don't know. No? I, no? Yeah, I would, I'm sure. I'm just saying uh, you said he wasn't as productive as he was previously. I'm not sure I'd go that far yet. I mean, two of the games were at Liverpool and at Newcastle. Um I mean, yeah. we'll see. He's still playing an attacking role, so. No, good point. I will say also about Pereira, you said he's not guaranteed for 90. Uh, he was returning from an ankle injury earlier in the season, and he went 90 in a 5-1 loss against Manchester City, so I think that's a pretty good sign. I feel like he's going to get back to to where he was last season in terms of minutes, in terms of playing time. Uh, so I wouldn't be worried about minutes there. They, do, they are getting Alex Awobi back, but I don't think that's going to be – that could be a factor there for Pereira, but I, I, I don't think that's going to be a, you know, like for like sub there for him. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I mean, Pereira at his price, I'm fine with. I'm just saying that like, like ceiling wise, it's not like, oh my God, this, this guy's going to generate 20 points. I mean, it, I mean, if he, right. if he gets you eight or 10 at 5,100, you're, you're cool. But I mean, if he gets over owned, like it's the type of thing that if, if Fulham players, if we see in GPPs where, People are playing Pereira, people are playing Jimenez, people are playing Anthony Robinson. It's like, dude, I could play Kenny Tete and and Harry Wilson. And they're they're cheap. Like the whole Fulham team is underpriced. So even though Except maybe Pereira and Anthony Robinson and Jimenez may be the most underpriced, like the other ones are underpriced also. So if the ownership difference is going to be two to one, like feel free in GPPs. Like I I I have no problem playing Harry Wilson, Raul Jimenez lineups in GPP, and then just jamming in. Like, I could just, like, full-stack Tottenham. And, I mean, I'm good. I'm good right there. Ryan, if if Willian starts uh, for Fulham, would that at all turn you off of Pereira? Because we've seen in the past where, you know, Willian, at a minimum, will split set pieces sometimes. I don't mm-hmm. know if he took all of them in certain games, but he does take some uh, when he's on there. Would that turn you off at all? Um, maybe in a vacuum, but not for cash. Uh, you know, Pereira is going to be chalky enough where I'm not going to fade that no matter what. You yeah, know, he we're, t- not, he t- we're not t- talking t- about a sixty-eight hundred dollar Andres Pereira. He's fifty-one hundred. Yeah, and he he takes pens right, and the matchup is elite. So I don't really see how you can fade in in cash games for tournaments. Yeah, I totally agree. Fulham have <laughs> a bunch. A bunch of extra attackers now on Fulham. You know, is he guaranteed out. to take PKs? No, he's not guaranteed. But I, he did take the last one. All right. I mean, when now without Mitro. Okay. Um, but you know that Fulham, like you said, they have a Wobi on the bench now or starting. They have Adama Traore there now. So I mean, it's not going to shock me if Pereira gets subbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've seen. Uh, the wingers there being being likely options to be subbed. Uh, I mean, otherwise in cash games, it's that's kind of what we're talking about here. What uh, what else stands out? 
I mean, we look at this Manchester United. It's, I guess it's going to be a talking point for this entire show here. We got these, this high implied goal total. We got Bruno. We got Solomon March. We haven't even mentioned Pascal Gross's name yet. So he'll probably get 30 points. He'll probably get a couple PK, something like that. And he'll, uh, he'll help everyone who plays him for, you know, his set pieces kind of a thing. But I mean, those guys are there. I don't know. How much are we, are you guys looking at Jordan? How much are you looking at these, these, these Brighton Manchester United players? Well, welcome to GPP land. I think the, I think the, the two best plays on the slate for leverage are Marcus Rashford and Sol and Solly March because they fit in the zones where you're pl- where most of the field is playing other people. If people go down for Hoyland, they're not going to be playing Rashford. And at the Rashford's price range, people are playing Man City pieces or Tottenham pieces. Then you take a look at it, everyone's playing Madison. Like how the hell are you playing eighty three hundred for Solly March? So like, like like Joe Pedro I like at at forward for GPP at sixty nine hundred also, and same for Bruno Fernandez. Her Bruno Fernandez's ownership will be much lower than we'll normally see on Bruno Fernandez type slates. So, I mean to me, I mean I I, I expect this. I mean the game the game total is the highest. I want to get away from the pieces that I mean I think the only. Ryan, would you think in this game the only significantly owned piece would be Hoyland if he starts? And I don't see anyone being like anything more than 20% owned in, in that case, anyone in the game. And I think some pieces will be under 10%. Yeah, probably Bruno. You know, Bruno will creep creep up there a little, but yeah, not he won't be like crazy popular. No, I, I think you're right. Um, the one guy I'd add to that, the guy I like for leverage in that game, um, quickly becoming one of my favorite players, meet him up for 6,600. I mean, reigning. He's Premier your League. new Harvey Barnes. I mean, no, but, but except, <laughs> except he's the real deal. I mean, no, Harvey, Harvey Barnes, Barnes is, is worse. Harvey Barnes is a great player, but meet him is like, he's on the way to getting signed by Barcelona next year. Uh, reigning Premier League player of the month. Guy's just unstoppable. Almost always plays 90 minutes. Um, I remember in this spot uh, last year, or was it me? I, I forget when it was. I was worried about him up against Juan Basaka, and the game started. And I mean, he just he terrorized United. So yeah, I mean, these guys aren't going to be aren't going to be popular, like Jordan said. I think they make for great uh, GPP plays. I think he got goal of the month. I don't know if it was player of the month, but player of the month too. I mean, he's oh, he's been right. unbelievable okay. in every Brighton game I've watched. Can't believe how good the guy is. Yeah, there's some uh, some good quotes uh, about him about oh, how he was picked up. Sorry, from, like, Adam, university. you're right. Goal of the month. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I just want. Anyways, wanna, you're lying to the fans. So I just yeah, I don't want to lie to the fans. It was maybe yeah, this it was is the month he becomes player of the month, and that's why maybe play him early. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just going to say in, in uh, relation to Harvey Barnes, I mean, the difference was that Leicester City never had the ball and weren't really a consistent team the last few years. Well, well it's the opposite for Brighton. So so when, when Miedema is Ryan's guy, uh, it's actually – he's more consistent and I'd say more consistently better uh, player than Harvey Barnes was who seemed to be, you know, a goal or bust guy. Yeah, I mean, put – yeah, you're exactly right. Put Harvey Barnes on Brighton, and he would have been more consistent. One thing uh, 
that uh, we I don't we didn't overlook last week, but maybe I think I overlooked in my personal lineup. But uh, Basuma is still forty one hundred. Home against Sheffield United, he's basically had a I don't know eight point floor in every game so far. Ten points against Burnley last week. He had a uh, I, I don't yeah he had an assist for his national team over the international break. That video is going around where he's just like dribbling in the opponent's box and going through players and just a crazy assist and everyone's just like talking up like Basuma crazy in form. But forty one hundred at home against Sheffield United. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is he, I guess, the utility here? Is it worth it to go with him over Pereira if you need the money, or is that too crazy? No, it's more of the it, maybe you play him over McGinn. You know, I mean, like that, maybe you play him over a 4K defender type of thing, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was with you. I was with you the whole time until play him over Pereira, but I. <laughs> I agree with that. Everything else you said, I think he's fine in the flex. I'd rather play him than Kenny Tetti. He's actually I, like a really good player. There was like all the big teams were after him before he signed for Spurs. He just had a really tough start for them. Now, yeah. uh, under Ange, they look really good. Um, they, Sars looked good too, but yeah, just from, from a pricing point of view, 4K for Basuma in a matchup like this, He's got a goal or an assist in him, too. What if Matthias Nunez started at 3,700 on the wing instead of Doku? Is that intriguing for you guys? Man, man, another great thing to bring up. Yeah, that is intriguing. It wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, Pep's talked up Nunez as one of the best midfielders in the world. I mean, he made him a priority to go out and sign Nunez, and I – I didn't think Doku fit in just yet. I think Doku's mm-hmm. got massive potential. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's interesting too. Yeah, this morning, it was Pep's first press conference since he had back surgery a few weeks ago. Uh, he just t- he was talking up Nunez. He's like, he can play anywhere. I can use him wherever. So. Yeah, and, and I, he can. And I'll just throw this out there. But would anyone be too surprised if he showed up on the corners instead of Alvarez? Don't say him take, I gotta say it. We saw him take some at Wolves. I wouldn't shock me. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, that would be uh that would be something. That would be something. Jordan, do you have any other midfielder thoughts here in, in cash or uh no, some I mean, we GPP talked about stuff for all. later? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about them all. We talked about every single one. I'm just scrolling through the list. All right, let's get to defender here. I think defender is pretty interesting. We don't have we don't have like a TAA. We don't have the the 8K Trippier or whatever. We have Poro Poro at home in in a. We've talked about him a little bit this season. It just seems like he is still getting priced as if he takes corners or set pieces uh, from last season. But he is 6400. And I think we talked about this last time Tottenham were on the slate, like Udogi is 4,700, whereas I don't think there should be a price difference there. Um, I, I know Luca Dina is probably the number one guy here at 5,300. But, uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts here on this Poro Udogi situation? Well, I mean, now that they're playing that, they're playing a four-man back line now. I mean, last year, you know, these guys were playing as essentially tacking wingers. So, I mean, it's the best matchup on the slate, right? These guys have the highest ceiling. I think Poro has a high ceiling. Poro can score a goal. I mean, it'll show up in the box. I mean, it'll happen, but 
for cash games, I don't know you're getting up to a $6,400 defender. I don't know what type of builds that you're going to be using, but I mean, he's there. That's fine. I mean, I think Udogi is just as good at, uh, at 4,700, but I mean, I mean, Dean is the priority at 5,300 splitting set pieces at home for Aston Villa. And then it just comes down to like, like everyone in this 4k range is, do you want to play Udogi over, Raul Jimenez or Hoyland or McGinn or Norwood or Basuma or like it's it to me these are all like flex play type of things. Then you get down to like Anthony Robinson or Delo or Wan Bissaka at thirty seven hundred. Uh, I mean, my natural inclination is to play Anthony Robinson at thirty nine hundred in the best matchup that Fulham's ever going to get. You know, and he's he gets forward when he's available to get forward. Maybe. Maybe he doesn't play 90, but I don't think Tete or Robinson both, you know, they could come off at 75. But at these prices, I'm much more willing to take advantage of, of that than uh, they need to find the 500. I think it's going to be tight enough that unless you want to, like, pay up at, at, at goalkeeper, you're probably going to need to go in this, like, low 4K, high 30, 3K range anyway that... If you told me that you played Basuma over Anthony Robinson in the utility, so you could play Udogi at forty seven hundred or something like like it, it's fun. We, we're getting into like the the really nuanced like two v two, three v threes that obviously are going to make the hugest difference in cash games, but the projection wise are going to be like this small. Yeah, does anyone stand out for you, Ryan? Outside um, of Dina. Yeah, I think, well, I had Robinson in as the second defender for cash games. Uh, 3,900 is just too cheap for that matchup. Uh, you should play 90. I think Tete is probably more likely to get subbed. Um, but, yeah, Poro's an interesting one. Um, he doesn't, he, you know, not for cash games, but I think he's a pretty good tournament play. Um, kind of compare him to... He's like Alexander Arnold if if he, if Alexander Arnold didn't have any set pieces, um, and like the way that I've seen Spurs been playing, uh, he's drifting into the center like Alexander Arnold drifts into the center now, um, and you can see he's taken three shots in each of the last two games, uh, and he's got a really good right foot, and he's a good long long range shooter. I think. Udogi is more of the guy that's going to get to the byline and pull one back for a tap-in assist. Um, so, yeah, I, I think those Spurs guys are really good tournament plays. Yeah, it, seem, it seems like why go elsewhere when you can get Anthony Robinson at 3,900? It seems like that's going to be the route, Dina and, and Robinson – as kind of the cash defenders, because just no one really else pops off the page unless you go with Tottenham, unless you go Poro Dogi. Uh, I think uh, not sure Matty Cash is worth it either at forty five hundred. That's I mean that's pretty much it. Any anyone else stand out just to mention it at defender? I guess I will say here uh, as I'm scrolling down the list, we have uh, Kabore is only thirty one hundred. If Kabore starts, he would be on the wing. Um, not a terrible spot against Fulham. 
whereas Giles and Dowdy, I believe, are both midfield. Yeah, midfield only for them. So, did you uh, mention what did you men- mention about Matty Cash? Um, I mean, a fine spot, but yeah, no, if the, he was another guy that I would maybe look at in tournaments, it's a yeah, it's a fine spot, and he's been playing more attacking. I know he might not line up as a wing back, but he, he has in the past. He might not do that here, but he's still been getting very far forward and he, he loves to rip shots too. So yeah, I, I think, I think cash is a pretty good tournament play. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying Robinson, probably it's hard not to go Robinson in cash games. Yeah. It's hard it's cheaper, not to go. Right. Cheaper and a better matchup. Right. Jordan, who's your, uh, Top center back this week. Oh, top center back. Oh, mine? I thought it's yours. I, I pick out yours. Yeah, you're, you're trying to guess. Oh, is it going to be like Van de Ven or someone? Someone like that? Is it going to be a Tottenham one? Is it going to be... We, we already... I know who Adams act. is. I know who Adams is. Okay, who is it? Wait, let me, let me get it first. Okay. Okay, I, I got it. He's going to play Eze at forward and pair him with... $2,500 former Arsenal legend, Robert Holding. <laughs> no. What do you think, Adam? No? No. I think okay. Chris Richards also has a chance to start there at center back for him. Uh, mm-hmm. The American. Um, I'm actually going on the other side of that. Uh, I do have to decide if I'm going to play Douglas Luis, though. But we got Ezri Kanza. So you take out Gahey. You take out Lerma. Uh, I think there's this is a chance where you could stack Aston Villa here, and this could be a spot where they get a few goals, um, just based off of Crystal Palace having to remove two of their better players over the international break. I think that is extremely important. Aston Villa also kind of a bounce back here. They just lost to lost to Liverpool before the break. Need a win at home. This is their second home match. First home match, they got four goals against Everton. That will be a spot that I am looking to attack. Uh, I will keep an eye on this Crystal Palace lineup to see to see what they do. Um, I mean, they, there's been times where you know it's Will Hughes in there instead of instead of Schlupp in the defensive midfield, and we know Hughes is like a guarantee for a yellow card and five fouls committed. So that'll probably boost the floor of, of a couple guys for Villa. But um, yep, um, no, that's a very very sharp take. I would say. Very sharp take. Gay, he's been one of the best center defenders in the league. I mean, he's positioning himself for a big move. Um, so, yeah, that's like if you're going to play a center back, definitely look at those. Those Villa center backs are great prices. And, uh, you know, it's pretty easy to pair him with Dino, who's going to get the assist from the corner. Yeah. The question is if you want to go to Douglas Luis, because I never want to play Douglas Luis. And he's 6,100. No, me either. For Douglas Luis, I think you're – it's a GPP play because he's on penalties, at least from yeah. what we've seen. And and because like he's going to be 2% owned. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, shoot. We forgot to talk about goalkeepers here before we get into tournaments. Goalkeeper, what do we got? Let's see here. We got 46% clean sheet odds for Tottenham. Vicario's 5,900. So there's that. Are you guys going to have money for Vicario in cash games? I'm not. I don't know about you. Most probably uh, the, the, the two goalkeepers I'm most likely to play in cash would be Ariola, right? Home goalkeeper, Man City taking a bunch of shots, or John Stone against Aston Villa. The, 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 the fact that they, they have no defense actually helps his ceiling because mm-hmm. you get a bunch of shots. I mean, you could Kaminsky's fine also, but I'm much more likely to be playing Fulham players in my lineup, so I'm less likely to want to also play the goalkeeper. But, I mean, I think it would be in that range. Or if you could get up to, like, Verbruggen at 4,600, I think that's fine in a matchup that may contain a lot of shots and open play. But I I, I don't think this is the slate. As of right now, as it stands right now, I don't see – I don't really don't see that many paths to – paying up at goalkeeper yeah. nope i agree with jordan i'm pay- i'm paying down a keeper for one of those keepers if i had the perfect lineup that left only 3600 for fodderingham i probably would do it in cash yeah four say i mean i'd rather play Man one City. of those i'd rather play one of those other guys uh you know if i could but i i would do it I think he, speaking of players of the month, I'm pretty sure he won uh, goalkeeper of the month in the Premier League. So that's how, him? that's how good he is. Yep. Okay. I mean, he's had to make a lot of saves, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's up there. Him and uh, I think Leno, maybe Turner are up there with 20 plus saves. Um, yeah. So it sounds like both of you guys are spending up on, uh, at forward because other, uh, otherwise you'd be able to spend up a little more at goalkeeper. That's at least what I'm reading here. Is that, is that correct? Both of you are looking at uh, two high-end forwards? Most likely, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to say, uh, yeah, I don't even, yeah. I, um, are you going to tell us your strategy? No, but, like, okay, all I'm thinking is, if you have if you have a forward in the flex, which I don't think Jordan's doing, but I was maybe looking at it, it's got to be a consideration to put him at forward and look at Bruno in the flex. Like, but like, I, I could just see some people saying that Bruno is a better option than, than a city forward or than son. Uh, you know, he has penalties and always plays 90 minutes and has been taking most of the sets and that game has the highest total. I don't think it's bad. That's it. Well, if he's going to be higher own, I'm going to be playing the other man United pieces in GPP, like that. To me, to me, the G, to me, the GPP play is to fade Tottenham, right? And fade. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. don't play Madison. Don't play Son. If you want to throw in like a pour over Charleston lineup, 
Like you're playing for Tottenham to win one nothing or something doesn't get that many peripherals. Just that they're going to be so popular that you have the money now to get all the pivots off of that. Like Madison is the most likely to be a Tottenham player that even if they only win one nothing that you're going to need because he also scored the goal, right? Son isn't that player, right? So right. If anything, if I was, if you just, you had to play Tottenham players, like Madison is the hardest one, even though he's 9,800. But I'm less likely to play like a one-off Tottenham player and just hope that that's the guy that scores and no one else does well. So like either Tottenham rolls or they don't roll. So the Man City forwards are going to also be looked at. Fulham is going to be decent because of their their uh, projection. But that's the main reason of like playing a Harry Wilson, Raul Jimenez type of lineup. Like I could see myself playing Harry Wilson plus Raul Jimenez. And then I'm playing Matoma, Pedro, Rashford, Hoyland. Like I'm just like basically playing the Man United Brighton game to be a 3-3-4-3 type of game. Then go to like. Eze plus Bailey plus McGinn, the Aston Villa Crystal Palace side, right? I'm less, I'm, I'm much more likely if I play Fulham players, maybe I put a Morrison, maybe I put a Doughton or a Giles or a Barkley or something like that in to play. So Luton does score a goal or something, but I think the game environment, the Man United Brighton game, the pro, the, the hard part of this game is figuring out. Who's the guys that are actually going to score? Because there's a lot of options, but that will naturally decrease the ownership on these players when you combine that with the fact that Madison, Son, I expect Richarlison will be decently owned because he's, you know, forward for the highest total team. I think Holland, Alvarez, Foden, the, all these guys will be owned enough that I don't want to take one side of this game, like the Man United Brighton game. Like, I don't just want to play Bruno. I don't just want to play Rashford. I don't just want to play Hoyland. I want to, I don't just want to play Matoma. I want to play like, I want to play five of these guys. I want to play four or five. I want to, I want to put the, put Wan-Bissaka in, right? Into your, into your defender slot. Brighton goes up to nothing and now they're bombing forward. Like I'm, I'm looking for that type of game. I think you're much, you're, you're much more, you get much more leverage and it's much, this game is much more correlated. It's the highest total game. I'm I'm much more inclined to do that, and then you still need to find value, and I think the value is more on Fulham's team than on Tottenham. First thing, uh, we haven't mentioned Kulishevsky's name yet on the show. He's 6100, so I think that's pretty important that we haven't mentioned him. He might be uh, less popular than he probably should be. Home against Sheffield United. Uh, question for you, Ryan: How many of your lineups aren't going to have James Madison in it? Uh, a few weeks ago, Jordan was coming on and, and talk, talking about Eze's, you know, built-in, I don't know what it was, 15-point floor. Madison I said 12, and he, and he got 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Madison, basically the same kind of thing here. Uh, he had five shots on target last match. 9,800, you know, one of the best spots of the season at home. He's been awesome this season. Are you fading him? at all in any of your tournament lineups? Certainly not in high stakes. Um, yeah, he's a tough fade, but I will fade him in some uh, 
some of my main GPP lineups. I'm not sure how many. Uh, I'm going to give this answer where, you know, if you're playing that main GPP or yeah, if you're playing that main GPP and you're only playing a few lineups, it's fine to fade Madison. I mean, you're, you're trying to beat tons of people. And uh, if Madison finishes with 15 and doesn't get a goal or an assist, it would look like a pretty good fade. Um, I guess that's probably the best answer. I think, you can't – I would not fade him in a high stakes uh, or, like, single entry stuff probably. Um, but I think he's probably a pretty good fade in, in the main GPP. Yeah, makes sense. Figure what I was I was going with. Um, this Manchester City game is, is hard here. Um, I will say here, the highest implied goal total is Manchester United-Brighton game. I think if Amrabat starts, I'm going to fade this entire game. Um, he means that much? What? What are you kidding me? <laughs> if this guy plays, the whole game's a bust. Christian Eriksen is not a real defensive midfielder. He's been in there that he has not helped defensively next to Casemiro. Amrabat is a real defensive midfielder, and Eric Ten Hag is not going to want to get get running up and down against this Brighton team. He's going to want to play it safer. He's going to want Amrabat roughing things up in the middle. And I am I am betting under on this match. Uh it's in my article. Check it out, rotoware.com slash soccer. But both these matchups last season were very were low scoring. Or two the most two recent matchups under Deserby were low scoring. Um, and I think that's how it's gonna go. I know the odds don't say that because they're kind of looking at the last three, four games and how these defenses have looked. But I think after the international break, uh Ten Hog's not gonna want to get into a three-three game here. But Ryan, I don't know if you've given your your massive thoughts on this one. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, well, just one of my thoughts in general now is that I'm starting to warm to Bruno. I might even he, I just he might even be better point per dollar than Alvarez and Foden. I just I sort of feel that way. Like if just if there was no positional eligibility. I feel yeah. like Bruno is a better point per dollar play than those guys. Um, you guys still play a forward though. That's the problem. Right. Um, it's, it term, as far as the game goes, I can see scenarios where Manchester United don't look great. I mean, look at all the guys that they have out. You're going to throw Garnacho in there. You're going to throw Rasmus in there for his debut. I don't know what's going to happen with Amrabat. Um, so I do think, I think it's a decent take that the game could go under. I can see that happening. Um, you can see it going the other way too, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of uh, variance to this game. So what's going to be your favorite match to target here? Or do you have a favorite match that you're looking at for tournaments? Um, I can give you – yeah, I mean yeah. – I mean, Tottenham and Fulham are Sure, yeah, no, no, no. Matches. Okay, this is what I was – yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I kind of think. I think that we have City, City – you can go either way with City. And then I do think this is one of the lowest you're owned you're ever going to get city. So if you want to go that route, I don't really mind it, but I'm kind of go, going to go the other way and that people are going to see this high total man United Brighton game. We also have city on the slate. Um, I kind of like a full Fulham stack, you know, a full Spurs stack. I like Villa targeting Villa, you know, these teams at home to just come out here and smash. And then maybe, uh, the United Brighton game finishes one nothing or something, you know, something like that. Um, so it's you know, you kind of pick your favorite home spot, stack it up, 
uh, something like that. Jordan, how popular do you think Erling Holland's going to be? He's always popular. Doesn't matter. He's the Nick <laughs> Chubb. He's the Nick Chubb of the EPL. <laughs> right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't know usage. Ten percent own. It doesn't matter. No, I mean, I mean, he's, he's, I mean the, the 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 Man City players will all be owned. It's just that it will be spread out, which means no individual one is going to be like these Man City slates where they're all like. 45% on the next one's 32% on the next one's 20. Like, like I could see Foden being the most owned and be only 26% owned and Holland being 18% owned and Alvarez being 14% owned. They're not unowned. You think just, Holland's going to be 18? Yeah. I was people... going to suggest like 40. Is that too high? No, no. Holland's not going to be 40% owned. Sun may be 40% owned. Ryan's on. Yeah, I'm sorry. trying to see if he's if he's actually talking to us. He's yeah, speaking, no, but I was trying to talk to you. I think I think yeah, Holland in the twenties for sure. And I think like you could get Doku for sure under ten percent. That uh, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. But that's that's what I think. No, it's going to be Nunez, Matthias Nunez for five percent. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think he would be five percent for thirty seven hundred. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but I I truly I think the Man United Brighton game is going to be under owned. Just based right. on so, price, you know, maybe it, it maybe is. Bruno maybe Bruno gets to twenty five percent. Maybe Rasmus gets to twenty five percent, especially if Marshall's not in. But like everyone else in the game, like dude, how how Rashford, Matoma, Minima, March. I mean, I don't think I don't see these guys at these prices. People aren't making those builds because you're not going to be able to get a Tottenham player. In order to oh do yeah, that. okay. You just reminded me. I got one more thing to say about that game. Then, if Amrabat starts, Adam, with Casemiro, uh, is the sneaky play as an attacking midfielder. Yep, and like gonna take a you know a set piece or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, was that the last late we we talked up Erickson and then he got yeah. he got a goal. Yeah, and I mean, I don't like playing Erickson, but you put two defensive midfielders in there, I'll take yeah. my chances. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think that's his preferred role. Maybe, maybe personally, that's probably his preferred his preferred route. But uh, just in this Eric Ten Hag system, he he hasn't really played there much. All right, I think uh, we got anything else here, Jordan? You got anything else? No, unless you wanted to talk NFL. <laughs> I think no, we, I, we covered pretty talking. much everything. Yeah, I was going to say, Holland actually was minus 190 at least two days ago. Now he's minus 165 to score, so that's that's interesting. His numbers are going down. Maybe Manchester City's implied total here is, is going down as well. Uh, you know, something to, say, to think about. Maybe some people are betting on West Ham, I guess. Um, yeah, Tottenham, 2.42 is their implied total. But All right, that's a cheat sheet. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Um what, what's the contest? I even had t- time to look at the contest. Is it 20K to first this week? No. No, no. We're 10K not to first with a 40K purse. Relatively standard. Well, I thought uh, I thought the international break would have, you know, drummed up some support, but uh, we couldn't get there. We couldn't get there. I'm going to throw this hat away. Uh, no, just kidding. You're great, DraftKings. Thanks a lot. 
rotowire.com slash soccer trial free 48 hour trial you can find jordan at blender hd on twitter ryan is at ryan belongi sorry that is x that is x and i'm at rotos and then you can follow rotowire soccer also on x good luck on the slate and good luck to everyone who plays ollie watkins because uh he's gonna get a hat trick so congratulations to everyone that play ollie uh good luck everyone good luck everybody everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.